Hello, friends. I am He-Man, and I want you to read along as we listen to the adventures of the Masters of the Universe. Get ready for a lot of fun and excitement. Now, let's start. Hey, 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 faders. Welcome to our Devil's Night and Halloween extravaganza episode. And this episode, faders, is a drink-along episode. So every time you hear this chime, crack open another beer and enjoy it with us. Now, we are professionals on this show. Me, Jeremy, and Tom have been drinking like this for a long, long time. So if you can't keep up and you just want to enjoy your beer, don't worry about it. You don't have to keep up with us. I mean, if you do keep up with us, you you might be seriously hurting tomorrow. I mean, serious. your liver might explode in your stomach. It could be bad news. So be warned. Be warned, you don't have to keep up with us. But if you do, that's all good. And if you do keep up with us, make sure that you stay away from wheels. Stay away from cars, no driving, helicopters, no flying, bicycles, rollerblades, roller skates, anything with wheels, stay away from them. In fact, if you're fading with us right now, if you're doing the whole drink along thing, we highly recommend that you do it at home alone. This beautiful... Devil's Night and Halloween Weekend. Oh, man, we lucked out this time. Holy smokes, faders. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Got Fitted Japan. Peace. Got Fitted Japan! What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Guy Fitted Japan. I'm your host, Johnny. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. <laughs> Jeremy, it's your turn. <laughs> uh, okay, and, I'm Jeremy Deschner. Looks like we got a little bit of lag here. You got a little lag? It's all good. That's good. I got a little lag in my pants. Um, and as you find folks know, Guy Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze, you got it? And the news. Japan in the news. Oh, man, you're learning. You're learning. Say. Hey, yeah. hey, it takes usually a co-host like a good 50 episodes to get that down. I mean, with the booze and stuff, it's hard to stay on track. But, I do, you're doing a great job, Jeremy. Dude, Faders right now is just the two of us. It's me and Jeremy right now. We're having a special episode. And, um, yeah, dude, we're just getting drunk and we're, like, hanging out and uh, podcasting. That's what we're doing tonight. It's a Friday night. A very exciting Friday night. You know, when I was, like, 20 years old, Friday night, I would be far, far, far away from my home. But now that I'm oh, an yeah. old man... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere else. How about you, man? Oh, dude, there's a certain age that you hit. Um, it's probably around 35 to 40 where y- you have a zero tolerance for other people's bullshit. And the best place for you to be is in your house, in your shorts, with a snack, some chips, and a nice tall cold one. Oh, you agree? I completely agree. I got two beers with me right now. I wish I had more. Uh, the wifey is coming home in about half an hour, so I'm going to send her a text saying, more beer, please. And Faders, oh, that's, that's a good one. It, it, oh, yeah, it's great. And that's one of the best things about being married. It's just like, oh, you're coming home late? More beer, please. Because even if you don't need it, 
you want it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You want to you want to have it there on call, just in case, because you don't want to be stumbling around outside, you know, drunk and get hit by a car. Yeah, and especially right now it's raining. It's October cold rain and shit, man. So yeah, going outside right now would just suck. That would suck. So we'll make our wives do it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're not sexist. We just play that part. Uh, we're not tonight, sexist, but so she's already outside. And on her way back, we're making the best use of her time outside where she can grab you a beer on her route in. Mm-hmm, that's right. And you do actually, the same for her, wouldn't you? I'd do the same for my wife. Oh, definitely, definitely. Hands I do down. it all the time. If my wife says, pick up, pick up some ice or get me uh, two Sapporos, you know, I'm like, no problem. I got it. Your wife asks you for beer? That's an awesome wife. My wife doesn't drink. Oh, no. My wife is very, very much into being one of the Deshners. So, oh, (laughs) shit. She's in the crew. Yeah. She's into it. She's like, uh, she comes home and we have a, we have a, recently we've just purchased a bunch of cases and stuff because we had a party, a a housewarming party. Nice. And uh, she comes home and pops open a beer and and sits down and drinks. It's, It's so, it's so like, uh, like home style. It feels good to have a wife like that, man. Instead of like, you know, not drinking or whatever, it feels good to have a wife you can drink with. That's true. That's true. And once in a while I drink with my wife, but kind of the cool thing about having a wife that doesn't drink, she's the designated driver always. And then on top of that, if I'm wasted and I'm hanging out with her and some friends, I always know I'm going to get home safe. I'm like, all right, here's the car keys. All right. I am golden. Nice move. So yeah, so it's good. It's got its pros and its cons. Yeah, we have a different move in our house. What's up? We have a different move in our house. Uh, in, our, in our house, we have a different move where when we get drunk, we're outside. Either we take the bus home or we just we just belly up for a taxi. Yeah, taxi to go. Definitely, man. Taxis, you can't go wrong with that. Hey, speaking of like having booze delivered, um, does Uber Eats deliver booze? No. Actually, when we get it delivered, um, so just to let everybody know, we live on a five-story walk-up. There's no elevator in my building. I live on the top oh, fifth floor. God, dude, that's worse than living in San Francisco. It's all right, though. I own this motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, it's mine, and uh, I like it. But uh, to get booze delivered, we have a, a liquor store right right down the street from us that delivers booze. And, uh, yeah, they, 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 they bring it up to the fifth floor and knock on the door, and here you go, pal. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So Uber Eats. Cash on demand. Cash on demand, COD. No, that's fine. So Uber Eats, it's against the law for them to, or is it against their rules or just against the law for them to deliver alcohol? Because in some cases, dude, I'm fucking drunk. I'm at home. I'm chilling. The place is nice and cozy. And I'm like, God, I would kill for a beer, but I'm not going outside. Oh, man, what do I do? Right, right. So they don't deliver. It's a good point. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I um, in my area that I live now, where we bought our house, they mm-hmm. don't have Uber Eats. Uber Eats doesn't come out here. We live a bit in the countryside, so oh, my old true. place, yeah, of course, we could use Uber Eats. But um, like you said, they don't deliver alcohol. I think. Okay, that's a bummer. Uber Eats is fucking. Uber Eats is fucking. Uh, I want to say it's a blessing, but it's also a curse, man. Because I mean, those <laughs> bills add up, dude. You're like, oh, it's only like ten bucks. You know, you order Uber Eats and then the next day or a couple of days later, you order something else, you order something else. And then at the end of the month, you look at your credit card bill and you're just like, oh my God, I'm never ordering anything from that company again. It's almost as bad as Amazon. Almost. Oh, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon drunk buys, the worst thing in the world. What have you bought? What have you bought drunk? Everything behind me. Everything behind you. 
<laughs> everything behind me was all drunk purchases. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, I've bought shit. Like I, I bought a knife sharpener, drunk as shit. And I don't remember ordering that. Um, I like to cook. So if you don't know that about me, I, I, I like, I like to pretend I'm a professional chef, even though I'm not really a professional chef, but uh, I bought me. a knife. I got a knife sharpener. I got, I got all kinds of cool stuff, man. But it's usually, it's usually like a drunk buy. And my wife looks at me when a package shows up and I'm like, your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea what's in that fucking package. Oh God. Well, as long as it's not baby clothes, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no baby clothes. No, we, we're done with that move, man. That, that's, that's no more kids. Oh, I don't even good. like anyone else's kids. Not even I like my kids, but no one else's kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a kids guy. I like kids, but I mean, I can only take them for so long. Like if I go over to a friend's house and they got kids, and like, yo, check out my kid. I'm like, hey, you know, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll be totally cool with the kid, right? But after about like maybe 30 minutes, I'm like, all right, all right, I'm done. All right, all right. Hey, you take them. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I, I. I even 30 minutes for me is tough. I have like uh, nieces and nephews and stuff like that, which I, I love them, of course. But like um, when we go on family vacations and I got to be around them for more than a day, oh, Uncle Jeremy wants to have a few more beers, you know, <laughs> he wants to go sleep on the couch. You know, you know that could be a deterrent, man. If you're like drinking at a family, like a get together or something, a lot of times they don't want the kids to be around you. They're like, oh, no, that guy's had it a six pack and a half, man. Keep the kids away from him. I mean, yeah, yeah it's almost like bug spray. Nice. These little buggers away. <laughs> yeah, stay away from Uncle Johnny when he's drinking or doesn't wear his pants. No, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's a bad combination. That's a oh, bad man. combination. <clears throat> Speaking of not wearing pants, Halloween oh, is yeah? coming up next week. Oh yeah, exactly. So, uh, what are you going as? Um, I'm not sure if I'm going anywhere, dude. I think I'm just gonna have like a scary movie-a-thon at my house with um. I might get some nice gin, some nice whiskey, and uh, light some candles. You know, I like to worship Satan in my kind of way, you know? <laughs> I'm not young anymore. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Do you have, um, do you have uh, Amazon Prime? Um, I think my wife does, but I don't. You mean Amazon Prime, like the, the video or? The videos. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I got that through my wife, yeah. Okay, so what they're doing right now on Amazon Prime is Bloomhouse who makes a bunch of um, horror films. Ooh. I'm sure you're aware of Bloomhouse mm -hmm. has released some Amazon prime uh, original movies. Uh, there's four of them. No. And, and the first one's called the lie. And the second one is called the box or the black box. And uh, number four is called not uh, number three is called nocturne. And I'm not sure what number four is called. So they've released all four and I've, I've watched one and two. I've watched the lie and I've watched black box, which were, both excellent not what i'd classify really as horror films but, but more of thrillers but nocturne which i had which i was gonna watch tonight mm -hmm. it's more of like a ghost kind of like a supernatural movie and then the last one looks like it's very similar as well like a more of a supernatural thriller kind of movie that's insane. what would you hmm. oh, go, go for it i was gonna say what would you say recently are some good horror films that you've watched or do you have classic staples that you would recommend for our listeners on Halloween? Oh God. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um, okay. Well, recently I just saw the Halloween. I sent the, I guess it's like the final movie of Halloween is with Jamie Lee Curtis. She's like a survivalist or something. She's kind of like the girl from Terminator 2, like the mom and shit. She's got this house that's like a bunker full of guns and weapons and stuff, whatever. It, it's pretty right. incredible. I, I really enjoyed it. 
Um, it's it's still got that '80s scary movie vibe to it, but there's no That's song. Yeah. Oh, the song's there. The song's there. You know, speaking of boobies. <laughs> speaking of boobies and like 1980s scary movies, did you yes. know anybody that saw a scary movie in the 1980s and enjoyed the boobies? If they were over 18, they're a pedophile because in every single scary movie that from the 1980s where you saw boobies, they're always teenagers. Oh, no. I think the actresses have to be over 18. That's uh, true, but they play teenagers. Like in the first- play teenagers. Oh yeah, like 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 the first three Friday the Thirteenth. When you saw yeah. boobies, they're like you know they're they're like camp counselors, right? And then the right. first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the girl, the main girl and stuff. You saw her, you saw her booty and stuff when she was like in uh, the what's called the bathtub, and she fell through the bathtub, and like Freddy was trying oh, yeah. to pull her down in the water and stuff. I mean, just think about it. All those times you saw like eighty scary movies and saw boobies, and being a kid back then, you're like, yes, like the movie Carrie. Mm-hmm. Dude, the movie Carrie, like the best scene is like when you saw all the boobies and all the girls were running. Oh, like, oh, yeah, like, why are we seeing all these boobies? This is crazy. But being a little kid, you're like, is this a scary movie? Because I think I like scary movies. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Here's yeah. a question for you. Sure. So if you're gonna have if you're gonna have a little wank session and you start to remember back when you were in high school and you remember your girlfriend from back when you were 16, 17 years old, are you are you a pedophile? Because you're now in your 40s, but you're thinking back to a girl who's 16. Same thing, right? Even though when you were you were that at that age, you were sixteen as well. But now, if you were sixteen at the time, I think it's okay. I think yeah, I think it's okay. It's kind of a gray area that I don't want to go on the record for. This is the internet. We have a lot of people listen to this show, and I don't want to be pulled out of context because that's what everybody does these days. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want something to happen in the future where I'm trying to get a job or something or whatever. And then like somebody of like position is like, um, yes, we listened to all your podcasts, all 10 million of them. And um, back in 2020 doing that, you know, the epidemic kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. You said that it was okay to wink to underage boobies if you were 40 years old, but you were 16 or 15 at the time when you knew that. Yeah. yeah when the memory like was that. created, yeah. Yeah, See, the first oh, thing you, do is you have to imagine you have to imagine yourself back first. You have to go back in time. You have to hop in your DeLorean and go back in time yourself. And like you can't you can't be forty like, something Johnny. You have to be sixteen Johnny. My in your mind's eye, you're like sixteen yeah. years old. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's cool. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> there's all these rules man i think this is one of the the gifts from uh what's, what's called that stephen king movie needful things <laughs> when the guy wanted to go oh, back yeah. in time to bang his like high school girlfriend <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that was a good scary movie pretty much i think a lot of um all right when it comes to scary movies i mean the lost boys is great halloween oh, of course is good the first and i'm here on elm street and i'm here on elm street dream warriors is really good too um of course you've got the texas chainsaw massacre the first one and the second one both of those are good third one was so so i mean and those are the staples of like horror but you could go into japanese horror and stuff where you got like the ring Ooh. and jingo and fucking um house suit and all those old school classic like japanese scary movies and those are pretty awesome and japan's got so many great scary movies but that, a lot of them are really really old most of the modern ones are like eh. They're decent, but, you know, I haven't seen anything that's really knocked my socks off. Actually, I haven't seen, oh, I've seen Jane Doe, and that was pretty good. Interesting. Okay. I was going to point out here that um, hmm. a lot of, we're both Americans, so a lot of, a lot of the American <laughs> stuff that we see is going to be a slasher film. It's going to be an escape psychopath, someone with mental disability, yep. probably killing people. Some of them might be supernatural, but 
I'm, I'm kind of a skeptic, so supernatural shit doesn't really scare me at all. And then not also, all? not at all, bro. I, I, if I see like a, a monster or a ghost or something like that, I'm like, <laughs> fucking break. Yeah. Did you, you know, see, but, did uh, you, oh, sorry. Go for it. I was going to say Japanese horror films, as you pointed out, those are more cerebral, dude. Those are more getting your head and fuck with you kind of like, like someone's eating dinner and then behind them, someone walks past. And what the hell? That was one of the things that was really popular about movies like um, um, that movie where the kids saw dead people. Uh, uh, oh, Six Sense? Six Sense, yeah. Because yeah, like you would movie. see like some like you wouldn't see that you wouldn't see like a monster's face necessarily, but you'd see like a a one second of a somebody in a house dress just walk walk behind you and you're like what what no fuck was oh, yeah, that poltergeist like or something yeah yeah it was weird. I think actually no I think the best Japanese kind of scary movie thriller that I've seen recently would probably be one that me and Tom talked about about maybe six months ago when we we're doing our um true crime segments. It was called um. Force of Love. Mm. It's on Netflix. And it's based on a true story. This true, like, pretty much he's a maniac. He's a maniac. And basically what he does is he just drugs people, brainwashes people, and makes them into, like, murderers and sex slaves and stuff. And this is, like, something that happened in, like, the mid-80s. No. Yeah, mid-80s to, like, mid-90s and stuff. He had this maybe eight-year run and stuff. And it was pretty insane. This guy was extremely brutal. But uh, yeah. yeah, Force of Love. There's a movie of it, and then there's like a drama, like um, kind of like a six-part TV show. The, the movie's kind of like fine. A true crime, right? A true crime thing. Yeah, it is. It is true crime. The acting's really good in that too. I really enjoyed that movie. That that was a good, scary, fun, you know, a family movie. <laughs> if you're gonna watch a scary movie with the kids, that's the one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> The one that I would point out, if you want to watch a scary Japanese movie, it's not a new one. It's um, maybe about 10 years old, and it's called The Audition. And, oh, uh, Takashi Mike. Yeah, The Audition. That's a great one. But great one. But you can't say anything about that because once you do, it's a complete spoiler. So, yeah. Yeah, I um, can't say anything. All I can say is watch it. I recommend mm -hmm. it. And then after you've watched it, please uh, hit me up on uh, Twitter or, or whatever. <clears throat> at, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, let me know what you think. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Takashi Miike, I mean, he's great. I mean, some of his movies are some of my favorite movies. But the thing is, is like, a lot of his newer movies are just kind of... Mm, it's like food without salt and pepper, you know? It just needs oh. a little bit more caffeine, you know? His older movies are just so brutal, you know? Right, like, right. I've seen the one, what's it called? Shark, was it called? Shark with no skin or shark skin something? I don't know that one. I only, I can only remember like the translated name of the movie, but it's like this yeah. movie where it's like a hitman defies his boss, takes a lot of money, runs away, finds like some girl that uh, has a car, steals her car with her in it, and uh, they build this relationship oh. and stuff. And the mafia follows them and shit. And it's like this crazy, crazy movie. The dialogue is brilliant. The acting's amazing. God, it's um. Something with a shark. Go, just watch all his movies. Spend hours yeah. and Look hours and hours of time. And once you get to the one that has something with a shark, you're good. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And there was um, there's also some Korean movies. I wouldn't necessarily count, uh, classify it as a horror film, but uh, they remade it with uh, Josh Brolin was, uh, was one of the actors. The guy who played Thanos. Um, he, he, he was in it, and it was called... Um, fuck, what was it called? Old Boy? Old boy, yeah, that's the one. 
Yeah. That's a great fucking movie. I, the I original the remake, Korean but... one is amazing. The original Korean one was like, holy shit, much better, obviously. But the Josh Brolin one was, if you don't want to read subtitles, watch the Josh Brolin one. That one was good too. The Korean one was fucking amazing, dude. The fight scenes and shit. And the main character's oh. acting was incredible, dude. That was oh. such a great movie. I found that yeah. one by accident. I was talking to some friend about Korean movies. And he's like, yeah, there's only one good Korean movie. It's called Old Boy. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And this one, Torrents, were popular. So I had some free time. I was bored someday. And I was just like, okay, Old Boy. Torrented it up and fucking watched it. And I was just like, dude. This movie yeah. is so good. If this is like the best Korean movie, I think I've done it, dude. That movie is fucking insane, dude. I fucking love the fight scenes. How realistic? I mean, you you're a black belt in many different kinds of martial arts. When you watch like a oh, black belt a, one, what you, karate, but then you do judo, right. jujitsu. You do a lot of right. different martial arts. I'm not a black belt in the other two that you mentioned, but uh, I do my other martial arts. But I got my black belt in American karate uh, thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of like your thing, right? But I mean, and yeah. I, you're looking at a guy that doesn't know anything about martial arts or fighting or anything like that. My hands are the size of like my dick. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so Moving on. when you watch like when you watch movies like Old Boy or any other kind of like a fight film or a film where there's like a lot of fighting, do you watch it just to enjoy it? Or when you watch it, is it very technical where you're like, oh, that's not real. That's fake. That would never happen. Oh, no, that bone doesn't break that way. Okay, that joint can go in that way but if he does that he's got to move his arm this way is it very technical for you where it kind of pulls you out of like a movie like whenever for example like whenever i see like a, an art movie or anything that has anything to do with art where there's somebody's painting or something i'm like or doing anything like in that kind of like uh, art form i'm just like bullshit 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 that's all not real those yellow and green together does not make orange okay <laughs> you know right so right for you is it the same thing for me or is it completely different I think Joe Rogan set set this uh, set the precedence on this. Like um, sometimes the fights are cool. Like you, I want, I like to watch a kung fu movie because it's fucking cool to watch on on the on the big screen. You know. Yeah. Necessarily, would I do all those moves myself if I was in a, in a dire situation? Probably not because it's wasting a lot of energy. But it looks cool as fuck when you watch a completely awesomely choreographed, you know, move move on 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 the screen. Now, when you get down to like strikes certain strikes and certain holds. Like if you get somebody into a weak ass chokehold, like for example, like Joe Rogan always points out Dexter, the first episode of Dexter where John Lithgow grabs somebody and instead of putting them in a, in a proper rear naked choke, which is he's, tr which he's trying to do, he's, he puts them in a, a, like a, a weak ass sleeper hold, which looks mm -hmm. like anybody who has trained two weeks could probably slip out of and turn around and take him down and, you know, and then pass his guard. Anybody like me who, who does this just on a daily basis, who, who plays this game on a daily basis, thinks about shit like that. I can, like, I'll get out of that pussy-ass hole. You ain't holding me down with that. You know, and then, like, <laughs> I love even, it. like if, some, if somebody's pinning somebody on the ground, I'm like, bitch, please. I was watching a movie called Tenant, Tenant the other day. Oh, it's a brand new movie. That? And that has, oh, man. That has some fantastic fight scenes on it that are very realistic, especially from – like a jujitsu or, or grappling perspective. And then, of course, inside of that, there's also some bullshit stuff, and there's also some very cool choreography. So you have to take it in stride, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to criticize everything because it's not as cool as I've seen people. I won't say I can do, but I've seen other people do. Mm -hmm. um, it, but it's, it's a movie, man. I, I watch movies with, with superheroes, obviously, and with guys with lightsabers and shit that I don't criticize because I know it's all – just part of the story. So it's kind of the same thing. I'll look at it sometimes and be like, 
I can get the fuck out of that hole. You're holding me with that. You're you aren't catching me with that bullshit arm arm lock. Yeah. You know, I'll get out of that. I'll I'll sneak. I'll get your back. Or I'll watch a movie and I'll be like, oh cool, he's got a lightsaber. Oh cool, uh, he can fly. You know, it's just kind of uh, you have to suspend um, your belief for a second just to relax and have fun. True. Okay, that makes sense. Going back to my original point, like twenty minutes ago, Halloween is next week. <laughs> what are yes. you doing? I'm worshiping Satan in my own way. What are you doing? Most likely, I think the wife and I will probably get out of town. We'll go. We'll, um, so in Japan, they've been offering these um, government-sponsored like uh, travel coupons where you can go anywhere in Japan, and the government will will issue like a coupon where, where it'll pay like fifty percent of your hotel fee, fifty percent of your travel fee, and like uh, if you go to a restaurant, they'll pay fifty percent of your dinner. You know, so everything is like basically half off. So we're doing all this cool stuff that we never thought about doing before. And, you know, we just go out of town. We go, uh, it's wintertime here in Japan now. So we're not doing so much ocean stuff. But before in the summertime, we were doing like snorkeling trips, um, ex- you know, excursions like where we go to these little islands that have like these centers that are set up. We went to this one island. It's got like a little tiny aquarium. It's also got like a frog sanctuary, which sounds weird, right? But I've never yeah. seen like kind of frogs that are like blue and green and like the size of a dime or something like that, you know, and, and you, you get to look at them in there and in, in their natural habitats or whatever they, they've recreated natural habitats. And uh, it was really cool. And um, you get to walk around this little tiny Island and just take a whole day to just walk around it. And then every once in a while, every, every so few meters, they have a little thing set up like one with penguins, one with frogs, one with sea turtles, you know, and kind of cool stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. But so um, Halloween, to answer your question, Halloween, we'll probably do something similar to that. Uh, these days, uh, for example, t- tomorrow we're leaving for another trip. We go to a nice hotel. It's got a uh, Japanese onsen, which is a hot spring, a natural hot spring. Wait, That's, you uh, got tattoos. You got to be yeah, careful but- with that. <laughs> I'm also a giant man, so usually people won't say anything. I have been kicked out of places for having tattoos. but I know that story. I- Sometimes, sometimes I will get away with it, but sometimes I do get kicked out. But if I do, it's all right. Whatever. It depends you know, on what but, kind uh, of a tattoo you have. If it's like a happy fun, if it's like a Care Bear or something like that, you got like a rainbow in your stomach, and they might kick you out. But if you got skulls, something mm. dark and evil, they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't have a Care Bear on my stomach necessarily. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it a but, shamrock? Um, yeah, my, my tattoos are small, but like uh, – I think for the most part, like the onsens are open pretty late at night. And if you pick your timing well, like everyone goes to the onsen right after dinner. But if I wait two hours, have a few drinks in my room, and then I go to the onsen at like 11 o'clock at night, I'm usually the only one in there. or There might be one other person in there. And then they're huge rooms. So you're just away from that person all, all together. Yeah. And then plus, yeah. if you're a foreigner, they don't want to be around you anyway. So you they make the social like the distance the shit out of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I found ways to avoid it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I got to do something like that. I, I, we haven't taken advantage of this. Um, what's it called? Go Japan or Japan Travel? What's it? What's Go the name Travel. Go Travel, yeah. I haven't taken a, advantage of it yet. It's just like right now, like we're so busy, dude. I've got, like I'm, I'm making jackets right now. So I'm not making the jackets, but I'm painting on jackets and stuff. So I'm making jackets into like wearable artwork or whatever. I don't know. It's like this fucking project that I'm doing. And I've got so many orders and so much work I got to do where it's just like, oh my God. It's like doing something this cool is like put me into a pit that I can't get out of for a while. <laughs> what, kind of art, huh? 
I was going to ask you, what kind of artwork are you putting on these jackets? Are I don't want to go back to the Care Bear analogy, but yeah, what kind of art are you? Care Bears, on? it's all Care Bears, dude. They're big now, dude. <laughs> fucking everybody wants a fucking Care Bear. I got Grumpy Bear, I got Snouty Bear, I've got everything except for Beer Bear. That's the only one I don't have. No, man. Syphilis Bear. Syphilis Bear. No, that's the one I want to do. That's the one I want to have sex with. But no, um, <laughs> no, dude. I fucking I found this um this company and uh, they sell jean jackets, like high quality jean jackets and shit, and um, oh, for cool. super cheap. So what I do is I get them and shit, and then I paint on the back, you know, kind of like, um, you know, in the 1990s was kind of a fad to have like a jean jacket with like graffiti and stuff on the back of it, yeah. you know? Yeah, so I'm doing that, but I'm making it more psychedelic and more trippy. And um, if you cool. look at like, uh, for example, Black Flag, you know, the, the band Black Flag with Henry Rollins? Absolutely, yeah. Um, if you look at their album, Wasted Again, it's kind mm-hmm. of got like all this psychedelic kind of like trippy art on the back of it. I'm doing yeah. that kind of that kind of a style on the back of like jean jackets. If you go to the Instagram, the spilt ink, the spilt ink Instagram, you can check that shit out there and stuff. I'm making videos and stuff of it, but it's just like, <clears throat> as soon as they make one, I got an order for two more and stuff. And it, it, through friends and friends of friends and just through people I know and stuff. It's just like, fuck dude, it's great. But it's, now I can't do any of my other stuff. So I'm going to be doing this for a while. How long is this go travel thing going on for? Because if it's going on for like another couple of months, I can get into it. But for the time seeing for the next two months, I'm going to be busy as shit, which is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And I'm very happy. And I'm grateful that anybody and everybody's buying my artwork. Please buy my artwork. <laughs> yeah, please <laughs> buy his artwork. Yeah. But please buy my artwork. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I bought some. Remember I bought that um, you did a one kind of like um, black light Han Solo holding a record kind of uh, uh, artwork and obviously i love star wars you can tell yeah for and, all uh, star, wars, star for wars and marvel patreon. are my things yeah, yeah. For, for everybody to send it for patreon you can actually see us talking and you can see mm. you can see jeremy's uh man cave and um dude you look like you're in like a star wars museum dude it <laughs> kind of feels like i'm but then i see superman to your left and i'm just like or you're my left you're right and i'm just like oh yeah. But so he's part of the, the kind of like the Disney Marvel universe, so it's cool. No, he's DC. Fuck, that's wrong. He's DC. Yeah, oh, some DC shit. things have snuck in, man. I got also I love Batman. I love Batman as well. I like the Flash. Those are also DC. But oh, my my favorite is Marvel. My favorite character is Spider Man and uh, Deadpool. Those are my two favorites. And then of course I've been a Star Wars fan since I was a little kid. Oh, but yeah. you can see behind me, I got a great collection. The Superman that you're uh, talking about right there, right there. Yeah, he actually. Um, a shampoo bottle from the seventies. Oh shit. Really? Yeah. If you unscrew the top, you can pour out some, some shampoo. I don't recommend opening that now. Cause it'll probably smell terrible, but this is a shampoo. This is a shampoo bottle from the, from the seventies. That's pretty fucking dope, dude. If you clean, yeah, well, dude, he's got the 70s Superman haircut too. Yeah. yeah the only thing he doesn't have is, is a cape, but, uh, he doesn't have a cape. He can't fly. oddly placed building. Yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. That is definitely a collector's item. Did you buy that when you're blackout drunk on Amazon? <laughs> nope. Actually, that was a gift from the wife. The wife is uh, supporting this hobby of mine. So she kind of like uh, during my birthdays, when they come up, she kind of buys me some cool shit. Like uh, this year, mm-hmm. my birthday's coming up. Uh, my birthday's a week after Halloween. Shut so up, this dude. My birthday's yeah. like October 27th. What's that? My birthday's October 27th. This is in like five so days. My, uh, mine's November 7th, so it's right after yours. Fucking love the sevens, dude. Yeah, yeah. So my wife this year, she's buying me a small little plot of uh, farmland. 
not a huge thing, not a huge chunk of land, but like a small little, maybe 10 foot by 10 foot, 30, 30 feet squared little plot of land to like a Is gross, this something that gross. we shouldn't be talking about online or something? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't do anything illegal, but I, I'm growing, I grow talking peppers. I grow crazy hot peppers. Not like your regular, like uh, jalapenos, which was sure delicious. I grow like Carolina Reapers and scorpion peppers. And Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? You do the ghost peppers and shit? Uh, I'm going to switch cameras. I got two cameras. You can see this. Hold on one second. If you're on Patreon, you can see this. See that? See down here? Yeah. Where, I'm, uh, where I've got this lamp here? Yeah. Under that lamp, you can't. That's a sun lamp. And under that lamp, I've got around 10 Carolina Reaper peppers growing down there and also an avocado tree. Oh, and once those God. reach maturity, I, I can stick them onto the property or outside. Right now, they would just go outside, but uh, they're going to go onto the new property. Oh, that's insane. How far away is your property to your house? Um, not doxing myself where I live, but... Um, like 10 minutes, stations. five minutes? Yeah. Two stations. Oh, two stations? All right, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. It's yeah. not bad, dude. So then you're going to grow peppers and shit, like, like spicy, hot peppers. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. I love spicy food. Actually, save me one of those peppers. I'll buy one, dude. Okay, I'll do that. Um, you can't really get those peppers very easily in Japan. But um, I'm friends. I'm a nerd, so I, I if I get into growing peppers, I go on the all all the online pepper forums or whatever, and I, I meet all the all the pepper aficionados and learn from them. But um, I'm friends with a guy Ed Curry who actually um, invented the Carolina Reaper. How so did he's he a invent this pepper. Well, he's a stoner, and uh, he he got high one day and decided to combine a few different hot peppers together. Um, you can do that by taking a plant clipping it and then adding another plants like a branch to it and then taping it and making sure that grafting right grafting goes together and then you once you get that frankenstein pepper you grow that and you try it's just like breeding a dog you just kind of every pepper that has the characteristics you want you start using those seeds and then you get better and better and better and better and then the hotness of the pepper kind of deals with like how much water you put on the plant and stuff like that without going too much in the weeds. But he told me how, how to like grow these hot pepper plants. So I'm giving that a try here in my room and my wife calls it doing science. Are you in your room doing science? Like, yes, I'm in my room doing science. Are you doing science in there? What's going on? You're like, no, man, yeah. I'm making dinner. <laughs> yeah. Dude, just wait. <laughs> so what are you doing with these peppers? Are you like crushing them up and stuff and making like peppers like that you can like, like a crushed pepper they can like kind of like uh, put on like a pizza or you make them into a paste or something? What, what do you do with this kind of stuff or do you just sell them? All the above. Um, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll use some of them for cooking. Uh, some of them I'll use just for challenges like a podcast for our Patreon. Our Patreon people, we can get Johnny and me to eat Carolina Reaper peppers. Oh, dude, and then also, did, you, did you see the video that me and Tom did where we fucking had uh, like Japan's hottest curry? Huh, I'd do that though. I'm in for it. I'd oh, do it. No, dude, it was like eating fucking mace, dude. It was fucking, it was like this little packet that cost me fucking, what, 15, 20 bucks or 2,000 yen. Fucking, we made the whole, we made this whole video where it's actually, we had a camera and we, it's, it's, it's like one long shot. It's like a 20 minute shot, right? And it's yeah, on the Patreon that. page, right? So faders, go to the Patreon, sign up. But um, anyway, we, yeah, we ate this curry. But the thing is, like, it was like this little paste, right? And you're supposed to mix mm -hmm. it with, like, rice. And I was like, dude, this is so fucking minimal. It's like this paste with, like, one piece of chicken, two pieces of potatoes or whatever, or something mm -hmm. like that. And we fucking ate it. And we're like, oh, this is ridiculous. 
two seconds later, dude, we were fucking dying, dude. We were it's a creeper. Dying. Oh my god, it was the Reaper. No, a creeper. Like uh, when when you smoke certain substances, they don't really take effect until like a ten minutes later, or when you eat hot peppers, they don't take effect right away. You swallow them, and then after you swallow it and you talk a little bit, it all that um, air gets in your mouth and gets down in your tongue, and and that all that hot pepper powder has a chance to activate and hit your delay. pain sensors yeah oh my god it was like delay oh god that was like the worst thing ever dude my stomach burned my fucking lungs burned everything burned it was like eating a fucking like mace canister it was like did horrible. you get hiccups or did you burp or did you get hiccups no i didn't no not that okay. i remember i got another challenge for you johnny okay i'm in all right i've got some what is i got some hot sauces i got some hot sauces coming from ed uh the gentleman who created um created the ghost uh carolina reaper pepper and uh they are incorporating the carolina reaper and they're on the way here to japan at the moment so when those arrive here we should do a one chip challenge where we take the hot sauce sprinkle it on on a a chip and uh, eat it and see how that goes and see how, how long we can last. Okay, I'm cool. I'm t- I'll totally do that. <clears throat> All right, let's do it. Come in. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun for the Patreon people out there. You got to fucking sign up for Patreon because that's where it's going to go, man. So, yeah, that's let's right. do that. That sounds like a lot of fun, but it's got to be cool. It's going to be a little bit better. It's going to be like, um, okay. All right, a one-chip challenge, and we got to see who can go the longest without drinking a beer. And we're going to have like okay. ice cold. We'll have a bucket of ice cold beers right okay. in front of us. And we have, we have to stand there and we have to look at this ice cold bucket of beers. We've got to see who can go the longest without opening a beer. Right. Right. And these, are this is like a, I think they're over, over a million Scoville, man. We're looking at like close to 2 million Scoville. All right. What's, what's all right. Scoville. Okay. I don't know that much about like uh, hot sauce. What is wasabi? Um, if there was only a way we could look that up. <laughs> okay. There's a about, what about Small Tabasco? In your pocket, huh? What about Tabasco? Tabasco is probably twenty five hundred Scoville. I think um, a jalapeno is around eight five thousand to eight thousand Scoville. Wait, wait, wait! How many Scovilles are these? These are like a million. A million five to two million. You know, I I think I want to pass on this. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina Reaper is currently the hottest pepper in the world. It's the hottest pepper in the world. Wait, can you die by eating one of these? I'm going to say no. I don't know. Am I a doctor? I don't know. I don't want to die fucking in a challenge, dude. That's like the worst way to die. So uh, how did he die? He died by eating a fucking pepper. Dude, that sucks, dude. and And then the paramedic looks at me and goes, you fucking won, bro. And I'm like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I still haven't had a very good sign up on patreon watch johnny die no don't do that Gosh, <laughs> shit, man all right so fucking halloween man well i guess i know what you're doing you know what i'm doing but i you know the thing is about halloween in japan for the last couple of years it's been blowing up in shibuya it's been going absolutely yeah. insane in shibuya there's like fucking what like a million people speaking of million there's a million people in shibuya, in shibuya all dressed up in costumes and it was like a massively insane party I like the mm-hmm. pass when there's like that many people involved, but anyway, it was fucking insane from what I 20 understand. Some odd, 20 some odd years ago, the worst thing that would happen on Halloween would be a bunch of foreigners would get on the last 
Yamanote sent yeah the Yamanote sent last car in their costumes and shit on the on the Saturday of Halloween or the Saturday before Halloween, and they'd ride around the entire loop drinking beers on the last train car of the Yamanote line. Yeah, yeah, and that was the, that was that was the extent of it. But as you mentioned, in the last three years, people have really adop- adopted dressing up. And uh, you don't really see very many foreigners out there in Shibuya. It's all Japanese kids and, and um, you know, young, young millennials. Uh, and they've really gotten into, like, some trouble. Like, some people are flipping over cars. Yeah, yeah, we covered that yeah. two years ago, yeah. Actually, yeah, two years ago, they flipped, flipped over, over a, a truck. There, there were, like, uh, two Australians, one British guy. And actually, I was really happy because the thing was, usually when there's trouble like that, it's always Americans. And so when I saw that on the news, I was like, oh, God, please don't be American. Please don't be American. Please don't be. Yes. Yeah. 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 One time we didn't do it. Yeah. yeah. And the <laughs> fucked up part is they don't even really celebrate Halloween in Australia. They, yeah. They, didn't, they, they just came over here and like, all right, Mike, we're going to celebrate Halloween. Yeah. yeah. That's my horrible Australian accent. Bro. That was pretty bad, dude. That was like, that was oh, God, that was like. Yeah. I don't know. I think we got Sorry. a lot of in Australia. We're sorry. We're not sorry. Well, I'm never sorry for anything. I apologize for nothing, even though I do sometimes. But um, yeah, dude, the thing is, it's just like this year, I don't know what's going to happen. I think pretty much like every bar, every restaurant is going to have a Halloween party and everything's yeah. gonna get like maybe 15%. Possibly in Shibuya. I mean, but then again, Shibuya is such a young city. Maybe like all the young people that just don't give a fuck about the coronavirus are going to be there and stuff. I don't know. It's going to be insane. So if you want to picture something like, um, look at New York, New York's Times Square on New Year's Eve. That's what Shibuya looks like on Halloween. But Just a massive amount of people packed into the open streets. No cars are going through there. You can barely fucking move. Mm-hmm. I've done both. I've been, to, I've been to New York. I've been to Times Square on, on New Year's Eve. And I've been to Shibuya a million times on Halloween. Yeah, so really, really, really packed. But um, like you said, the coronavirus may throw a monkey wrench in there or people will just trump out and don't give a fuck and just go down there and, uh, and try to party. Um, in Japan, restaurants are open, bars are open. Clubs really are open. open. Everything's open. Yeah. But uh, some places are putting up plastic sheets, like my gym. My gym puts up plastic sheets in between the uh, treadmills and the bikes so you don't squirt on anyone, I guess, or get any drops on anyone. And uh, I think some restaurants are probably doing the same thing. But um, I went to a bar in Nakamegro two weeks ago. Which one? Give, uh, two weeks ago was when I was down at Thunderbolt in Nakamegro. Was that the one with the motorcycles? Used to be. Uh, that, that, that one's uh, another. So Thunderbolt has like four locations. Two of them in Nakamegro. One of them was called The Stand. That was the one with the motorcycles. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's been, that, was, that was totally re formed they just ripped it all down and, and rechanged it still the same owner but they've changed it to a different kind of theme now and then the original one that i went to two weeks ago is around the corner down the street across the river and uh they have they had it's like a single counter it's not a very big room there's probably one table in the back there's a single counter you just everyone just kind of stands around or sits at a bar 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 stool and there was zero precautions like zero masks zero precautions zero and fucks zero were given in nakamegro yeah. <laughs> yeah zero fucks given there was probably fucks walking around outside none given yeah yeah totally yeah no it's like that in tokyo so i i'm sure like uh shibuya and possibly like sentai are gonna be fucking insane not yeah. as insane as last year or and then the year before that was fucking totally insane when the car gets flipped over you know shit's right. going through. i mean in japan people don't usually go that crazy right but i mean no. 
People went really was, crazy two years ago. A major news story. It was a major news story. They did like, like a Japan's basic uh, copy of the FBI did like a research on the videos that were available, and they actually hunted down all the people who were involved in flipping that car over. They found them in one week. Yeah, they found them. Yeah. And so like, I bet you still, I mean, British, that the British guys and the Australian guys that got busted, they're probably still in jail. <laughs> you think they're still wearing their costume? Mike, probably. I've been Wonder Woman for fucking two years. Please let me change <laughs> my clothes. <laughs> Bit of uh, advice. Don't go to prison dressed as a lady. <laughs> you know, in Japan, you're probably you're fine in Japan, but probably in the states, you're fucked. Literally, oh, some of the other foreigners. <laughs> oh yeah, well, it depends. Depends on which uh, prison you go to. There's actually prison foreigners, right? There's like there's a, a couple of prisons. I think there's three major prisons in Japan that are pretty much dominantly run by prisoners that are from other countries like china korea america and stuff and then like a lot of the smaller ones are like only japanese and stuff it's weird we had a guy a long time ago about 200 episodes ago that was in prison for four years in japan he was um he was a japanese guy that grew up in america lived in america his whole entire life but like his parents never changed his passport or his um is uh, alienation was that what it's called? Is um, alien residence or whatever? So nationality, never, nationality. He never became American, right? Right. So basically, he got in trouble with the law in the United States, and they just deported him. <laughs> oh, shit. so he got deported yeah. back to Japan, which he didn't know anything about, and um, he didn't know the language, didn't know the culture, didn't know anything. Although he was like just half Japanese, right? And so yeah. he got in some trouble. And Faders, I mean, if you listen to like that episode, it's like fucking 200 episodes ago and shit. I think it's like called Locked Up in Japan. I'm not sure. But if you go back to that one and stuff, you'll hear the whole story. But this guy spent four years in Japan. He got out and he loved Got Faded Japan. Like he listened to like okay. a podcast way back in the day. So when he came on, he's like, yo, I just got out of prison. You guys got to have me on the show. And I was like, great. So we had him on the show. I interviewed him and stuff. And then after the interview, I was like, dude, you want to get a drink? He's like, sure. So we went out and we got a drink in uh, Ikabukuro. Great time, man. Had a lot of fun. And then never heard of him again. So hopefully he's like with his family. He's like living a quiet life and stuff. And But yeah, he told me a little bit about prison life. And uh, prison life in Japan, Yeah, there's no sexy business, but it's not fun, dude. It's fucking just being bored all the time. Sitting on your knees, fucking just doing nothing all day and stuff. It's just crazy. I think in the state, huh? I was to say, what what happens to them in there? They just sit down there and sit there and do nothing. There's so many different levels of prison. Prison in Japan, from what I understand, is extremely complicated. Now, I've never been to prison, so everything I know is just hearsay from people that have been there. But it's just like there's different levels and stuff. Like there's some levels where you just you're in complete isolation, where you sit on your knees all day until it's like your time to like eat or go inside for your like your one hour walk or something in other situations there is like a couple of like you can socialize you can do some work or something like that i don't know but there's there's different levels and stuff but the thing is you just don't want to go to prison in any country anytime anywhere man because when you're in prison you can't drink beer but the thing is is you can drink toilet booze and that sucks (laughs) yeah Yeah. you could probably also die from that i'm just thinking you know it's not regulated it's probably Super highly toxic. Yeah. Like yeah. Toilet booze? Yeah, out of prison. Oh, yeah. No, don't, you can't die of toilet booze. I mean, you might go blind, but I mean, shit. <laughs> you just wish you were dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
Well, shit, speaking of prison and uh, trouble, we should probably get into the news. What do you say, Jeremy? Want to get into the news? Let's do it. So, Faders, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the news. We've got a lot of stories right now. Dude, are you ready? I'm I'm ready. We we can do this whenever you are ready to go. All right, break it up, and see you soon. Peace. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. 
and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade. And I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. And we are back. Jeremy, man, thank you so much for being on the show, man. If I can, we are getting our fade on hardcore on this Friday night. And actually, you know what? For a Friday night, I think it's very important to drink a little bit more than usual because the thing is, it's Friday. And if you're at home, you got to chill at home. You got to fucking pour another drink, pour a stronger drink, and listen to your favorite podcast. I mean, seriously, if you're home chilling, what else would you rather be doing, right? Nothing wrong with that, man. Just get your drink on. Um, tomorrow's a day off. You know, most people don't have to work on Saturday. You can sleep in a little bit, man. You know, turn your fan on. Let the fan blow in your balls a little bit. Open the window. You know, everything's going to be all right. Everything is definitely going to be all right. Whoa, I got to say, for a podcast, I usually don't get this faded, man. I thought I was going to get this faded last week when I did the interview at the, um, the microbrewery. But, man, dude, holy smokes. Right now, I feel good. I feel really good, and I'm really happy that you're on the show, man. Kampai, give me a kampai right now. Kampai. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. Holy yeah. shit, that's a big glass. It's a pint glass. I stole this from my old regular bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to do that a lot. Oh I'm man, takeout cup. Yes, yes. That's a good. That's a good thing about local pubs. When, especially if you've been in Japan for a while, when the pub's run by another foreigner, you get your takeout cup. Oh, that's true. And they get uh, their glassware and shit for free, anyways. Do they really? All bars pretty much get their glassware for free. Uh, that's usually supplied by the beer company, you know, because they put their logos on it. Yeah, this one happens to say Heineken. You can see that right there. Oh, I like Heineken. Yeah, I like Heineken's too. I like their glasses. This perfect pint glass fits right in my hand. And oh, definitely. Fill it up with something else. That is a fantastic glass. Yeah, I went to the Heineken uh, brewery when I was in Amsterdam, and um, I gotta say, kind of sucked. <laughs> really? Why did it down. suck? Ah, uh, it was too touristy. It was too touristy, and all the tourists that were there were just like the most uncool people I've ever met in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh man, I'd be running around saying, "Show me your hiney." <laughs> oh man, if I can, I, I go to Amsterdam uh, every year. Well, not this year, and I go there and I paint it like a lot of nightclubs and shit. Yeah, you do that, you get like almost like. Half your day is working, the other half of your day is just fucking chilling, right? And so if I can basically, 
you got to figure out what to do with your day. You know, it's like you do a little sightseeing, go on some tours and stuff, hang out with friends, whatever, go to some museums. And fucking this one time I went there and I went to the uh, Heineken Museum or the Heineken Brewery. And it was uh-huh. just so touristy, dude. They fucking like, when you walk in there, they say, in this tour, you get two free Heineken special deluxe beers. And you're like, oh shit, that sounds awesome. Okay, I'll pay any price. I'll just check it out. And it was like, no, it's kind of like, you know that ride in Disneyland? It's a small world after all. Yeah. It was kind of like that, but at the end, you got two very small beers. And you couldn't get them at the same time because I was all uh-huh. by myself, and I just wanted to get the two beers. I'm like, hey, man, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Can I get my two beers? They're like, no, you have to drink one beer first, and then you come back. I'm like, all right, well, here, can you give me one beer now? And they gave me the beer, and I chugged it. And I was like, all right, cool. I want the next one. They're like, oh, nobody does that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Just give me the next beer. They gave me the next beer, and I took it, and I went to, like, this table. I was sitting around with these two Finnish guys. Usually Finnish guys are pretty cool. I love Finns, right? Sure. These guys are, like, kind of, like, nerdy weirdo fans. I think they're kind of, like, some kind of a sex vacation or something being in Amsterdam. And they're just oh, talking no. about girls and shit. Like, really kind of weird shit to me, like, yeah, so there's so many like underground clubs where you can tie a girl up and poop in her mouth. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to drink this one and just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, Holy on that shit. thought. <laughs> she went fucking west very quickly at that place, man. So, yeah. yeah. So, thank God they gave me a small beer. But, yeah. Tying no. people up and shitting in their mouth. No, they no, run no. I Finnish people. I did a Finnish girl for fucking five years. No, three years. But um, yeah, I've been to Finland. But yeah, these guys were just a little bit creepy. Out of all the Finns I met, these are the only two weirdos. <laughs> Regardless of where they're from, they were just creepy weirdos, right? That is true. They were definitely weird. Oh, man. But that's what happens when you go to Amsterdam. Have you been there? Uh, no. The only places I've been in Europe is England and France. That's it. France is good. England is good, too. I love Actually, France. I love England and France. Yeah. I had good times in both countries. Actually, everywhere I go, I have a good time. I'm the kind of guy that can go pretty much anywhere and have a good time, right? I can go, like, in the middle of a fucking desert. I'm like, oh, man, this desert's hot as fuck. You guys got beer? Like, fuck yeah, dude, it's a desert. Of course we got cool beer. I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is like a Budweiser commercial from the 1980s. We're Spuds. (laughs) (laughs) Spuds McKenzie. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking, I can have fun anywhere, man. That's my fucking thing. All right, yeah. speaking of having fun, dude, we've got the news. Faders, believe it or not, we do have the news. You thought that we're just going to bullshit and hang out and just drink beers together all night, which we are doing with you, but we are going to bust into the news because we know you love the news. Um, Jeremy, <clears throat> yeah. since it's just you and me here tonight, would you like to go first? I'm glad you asked me because I haven't downloaded it yet. I had just <laughs> changed my phone to something else. <laughs> Do you want yeah, me to on, go first? Time. Dude, I mean, if you need time, I can go first. I'm kind of faded, uh, but, I mean, shit, I can go first. No problem. Go ahead. You go first, man. So many stories, so little time. Let's see what do we got here. Okay. All right. I got a bizarro one. Okay. Right, here we go. Okay. This story took place on October 22nd. Japanese elementary school teacher busted for hiding students' shoes and writing dye on their belongings. Kind of a bad teacher. <laughs> I've had a lot of bad teachers growing up, but this seems like uh, one of those guys that kind of takes the cake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would have tortured that guy to death. Oh, my God. He's obviously on the edge, you know. I would have picked up on that as a kid. Little kids, man. If you have any kind of vulnerability or anything that you're not sure about, they pick up on it, man. 
Yeah, my he, teacher used to call me a little dick. I was like, how did he fucking know? <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, little dick, come up here and work out this problem. Yeah, I got a couple problems I can work out. Yeah. Man, I'm eight years old. Of course my dick is little. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. First problem okay. is you call me little dick in front of the whole goddamn class. <laughs> Yeah, fucking hey, here we go. All right, so this story is written a little bit weird. I, I think it's written, it, it was translated, and the translator took liberties, but whatever. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Have you ever felt like your teacher really had it in for you? Maybe they graded you too low, spent extra time calling you on in class, or peed in your sleeping bag during a school trip. This is actually written in the article. I'm reading it word per word. For yeah. students in elementary school in Akiruno City, Tokyo, a similarly strange case has come to light where their teacher has been stealing their belongings. Oh, man. I think teachers need to get paid more. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, my God. He's selling, like, kitty shoes and shit on the black market. <laughs> this guy's got issues. He's got so many issues. He definitely does. Uh, the sure. suspect in this case is a 38-year-old Koichi Inoue who allegedly stole three shoes from students at the Tokyo Elementary School he worked at. Arrested in late September when questioned by the police, Inoue claimed that he had, quote, no idea, end quote, and denied the charges. He's probably got a good lawyer. However, the shoes which for some reason were all right-footed shoes, were found in Inoue's staff room locker. Furthermore, investigation undercovered security camera footage of Inoue and interviewers with his coworkers only incriminated him further. Okay, that's <laughs> weird, but okay. Under the bus, Inoue. <laughs> Dude, fucking, I don't know. I, I think they went really deep with this fucking guy's bizarre obsessions. Inoue was originally... Huh? I was gonna see. Remember that uh, character? Did you ever watch the movie called Something About Mary? And they had that Chris Elliott character who steals steals all of her shoes and he scratches a lot. And he's like, "There's something wrong with me." I just get that picture in my head. <laughs> like That's right. Scratchy skin. You yeah. know, there's there's something weird with like some people where they have obsessions about like feet and shoes. I never got that, dude. I'm not a foot person. I'm not a shoe person. I mean, even when it comes to cool shoes, like fucking Nike Airs, when I see like a real cool pair of Nike Airs, I'm like, oh, those look cool. But that's about as far as I go. I'm not like, oh, dude, I got to steal those or some shit or shoot some kid for those shoes or fucking like go crazy and fucking like steal like a girl's like fucking high heels or some shit like that. I am hmm. not a foot person. I am not a shoe person at all. But um, I'm a shoe I, person, but not a foot person. I, like you just mentioned Nike Airs. I just got a new pair of two, 2007s. But uh, those yeah, are the I, black I care and white about, ones, right? The black and white ones, right. And yeah, with, the, with the red, red back part. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like those because... If you if you're in a position in life where you can spend a lot of money on shoes, not a lot of money, but just you know maybe a hundred dollars, hundred fifty bucks on shoes, you're in a mm -hmm. good position in life. And then also you should take care of your feet because they got to carry you around forever. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. But I'm not I'm into not getting. I'm not even getting like like pulled off by feet or anything like anything you might see on Pornhub. But, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, shoes are cool though. Shoes. Cause I look at I look at your shoes like I look at your the way you dress, you know, if you dress like a piece of shit slob, I don't expect much from you. But if you have a good pair of shoes on you, I'm like, oh, this person's kind of got his shit together. He's this dude's got some money pretty on his hot high heels on. They're red, they're leather, they're high. I don't <laughs> this judge. Guy's I don't going judge places. 
<laughs> if you want to wear high heels, knock yourself out. Yeah. Ain't no shame in my game, man. Inoue was originally arrested when it was discovered that he had written die on a student's disaster prevention hat. Kind of like a helmet. That's not right, good, dude. Um, he had also written you're gross on another student's <laughs> painting set when he was arrested for suspicion of vandalizing. I don't know, dude. Maybe these kids are just really bad kids or something. <laughs> gross kids. Kid. Bad. You are gross. You're gross. Wipe your nose. Don't yeah, you your pick pants. your boogers, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, who knows, man? I don't know. However, it appears that Unoe wasn't carrying out his petty crimes because he hated his students. Shocking. Rather, mm. he hated his coworkers. Not really uh, shocking in the teacher game. A lot of people hate their fucking coworkers. Um, his they, behalf, they did throw him under the bus later on. Bunch oh, of they dicks. probably did. Oh, they definitely yeah. did. Oh, God, yeah. Wouldn't you? In further interviews with the Tokyo Metropolitan Police, Inoue declared that the stress had come from working with his fellow teachers, and they had pushed him to committing these weird crimes. Quote, I'm always first teacher to arrive each morning. The other teachers don't even do their jobs at all, end quote, he claimed. Quote, hiding the shoes was meant to be added to an inconvenience for them, end quote. Although police uh, didn't elaborate too much in detail, the shoes apparently can no longer be used. Oh, God, I don't even know what that means. Oh, oh man. no. In a way, what have you done? Um, the shoes probably no longer be used. I don't know. You want, you want these back? Uh, Dude, well, on. if you're a parent and fucking some teacher stole your fucking your kid's shoes and he had them in his personal locker, I would not be mm. putting those fucking shoes on my kid's feet. Dude, I'm like, all right, we're fucking throwing yeah. these away. We're getting you a pair of chucks. That's what we're yeah. doing. That's how we're rolling, man. Fucking A, dude. No, this guy's shoes, a fucking man. creep. Yeah. Old Creepy's done something to those shoes that he didn't want to write in the newspaper. Oh, God, yeah, dude. Fucking, if a newspaper doesn't write about what he did to these guys, these little kids' shoes, dude, yeah. it's fucking In bad, Japan. Dude. Yeah, or they show people's heads getting cut off on TV. Oh, God, that's... <laughs> oh, God. No, that's pretty fucked up. Now, I've had a lot of bad teachers, and I went to some bad schools. Other yeah. than my university. My university was the only school that I think was like a really good school that I really enjoyed. It was tough as fuck. It was hard to get into, but I did it, right? And I fucking graduated. Congratulations. My, my high school was shit. My junior high school was shit. Fucking all my schools I went to was like a bunch of garbage and shit. I mean, dude, everybody basically was like uh, ex-hippies that fucking talked about fucking the doors and shit, which actually, good thinking back at the time, was like a cool thing. But now it's just like, nah, they're a bunch of losers. But anyway... What was your worst teacher? Can you remember your worst teacher? Oh yeah, I, I can remember my worst teacher. She was um she was uh like an earth science teacher who always wanted to bring up creationism. Did she try to sleep with you? And you're like, No, 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 no I'm an atheist. No, absolutely, absolutely not. This is like I was in ninth grade, so it would have been like what, fifteen? Oh, dude, that's what happening. That's what's happening right now. All the teachers yeah. that are like 24 years old are sleeping with these 15-year-old kids. I am so glad that did not happen to me because all the teachers that I had that were girls. Yeah, all of them were like not really attractive. Yeah, I'm trying to think back. I'm like, there must have been one. No, yeah, this not at all. talking about like the mom from the Brady Bunch with giant glasses. So oh, dude, not that's so hot. Dude, that is hot. Dude, that's like seven retro hot, dude. The pretty red, bunch mom red, with fucking big glasses. Damn. Red, heels. 
<laughs> high, high heels. heels. <laughs> oh god Sorry. all right faders thank you very much for tuning into this episode of got fitted japan <laughs> i gotta go do some other kind of business you know what i'm saying yeah. now i'm just... <laughs> okay no yeah, that's good but no she was um uh, i think she she was uh oh i'm from texas so there's obviously that's in the middle of the bible belt and there's a big contradiction of like what can be taught in schools and what can't be taught in schools but she she's was like specific. no condoms it's okay trust me christ well, thinks it's good <laughs> even that i mean that was that would have been more like a health class, but this is earth science. This is like What's molecules. Science? Molecules, the beginning of chemistry, because I think in tenth grade you start taking chemistry. Uh-huh. So these are like uh, you know, quarks, molecules, um, you know, where where do things come from? Uh, this is where you start to learn evolution. You start to understand like the beginnings of the universe, the Big Bang theory. How do we prove how do we what's the difference between a theory and a hypothesis and you know and a law and, and a rule and all these kind of things but you know i'm gonna write a letter tonight and complain about the school system in detroit i, I think this whole school district over there has got a completely wacky <laughs> wait a second detroit was a piece of shit town that nothing good happened in no we had a lot of good things that came out of it oh, Motown, right. techno but uh yeah the school system in the late 90s and the whole little area southeastern michigan was kind of um iffy unless you went to like the northeast like gross point yeah they fucking got all the money those motherfuckers but yeah all right sorry <laughs> i digress okay so you went to like um natural science uh yeah chemistry natural science. Yeah, yeah that's it no, 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 no. like pre-chemistry <laughs> natural science like what what's going to happen in nature you know like um it explains fossils it explains like chemicals it explains atoms it explains e electrons all, all kinds of things but but this bitch, <laughs> this bitch wants you know, Adams and Eve. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You're talking about science. <laughs> oh no! So a dirt man and a rib woman. What if it was a McRib? Oh, I miss the McRib. They don't have the McRib in Japan. They're only limit. They're only limited version. They're only limited time. That's God, why I couldn't have been a McRib. You got to go to the military base to get the McRib. But fuck, it's so hard to do that. Ah. Or you just make one at your house. Um. Yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, I can't do that. Anyway, I'm, I'm not that skilled. Anyway, all right, so what was your bad, or your worst teacher? So it's the woman no, that, that was her. The, what what did yeah, she do? She, oh, she wanted to inter, in, in, interject creationism and and push her religion on the people. Oh, that sucks. Uh, she, she's supposed to be teaching earth sciences, you know, like uh, things that are evident and proven, demonstrable. And you're pretty much an atheist, just like me, right? Oh, I'm completely an atheist and a huge skeptic. I don't believe in shit unless there's evidence to back it up. My, what about my UFOs? Default, UFOs? Well, the, the words the words UFO mean unidentified flying object. There's tons of them. I can't identify okay. everything. All right, true. Aliens and flying ships like ET. Do you think what, – what's the question? Do I think they're, they exist somewhere or do I think they ex come to Earth? Mm, good question. Okay, come to Earth. Probably not. Oh, shit. Okay, what about ghost? No. Poltergeist? Mm -mm. Wraths? No. My stepmom? No, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> red, high, red high heels? <laughs> oh, she does. Uh, she was hot back in the day. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I haven't she's gotten Detroit, so She has no standards. Ooh. Oh, no, no, no. She's, uh, she's from Mexico. She's from Mexico. No. Oh, hot. Uh, you know... All right, let's not go there. It's my stepmom, dude. Okay, your story. Your story, dude. 
Okay, let me read what I have here. So we're just talking about this is Al Evan Costello. (laughs) Who's on first? Yes, he is. Who that actually happened? That actually happened in China. Never mind. Okay, we're talking about mothers. I got it. I got it, dude. It's like blank stare, like, dude, we're not going to do any racist jokes and got fitted. That wasn't racist, that was factual. Okay, it's factual, but it could be kind of, it's a gray area. Okay, it's funny. Okay, it's funny, right? Comedy. Dude, fucking David Chappelle said, always tell a funny joke. It doesn't matter what. If it's a fucking funny joke, you tell it. So, yeah, that was a pretty funny joke. I, I agree. So we're talking about mothers and fathers here. So my, hmm. my story kind of ties into that. So let me jump nice. into this. I'm ready. So uh, parents in, um, in Japan, two parents in Japan uh, who were living in Kagoshima, which is an, another prefecture or a state in here in Japan. It's good um, Right. They, they left their three-year-old and one-year-old daughters uh, inside their apartment um, with some food and water, obviously, while mother and father fucked off to a hotel for a week. Using the what we just talked about recently, the uh, go 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 travel Japan money back uh, guarantee from the government, so they got a thousand dollars cash handed them for COVID nineteen handouts, um, and they just left their kids in their in their house uh, for a week, who were three and one. So the police found out about that, and when they returned home, they were promptly arrested, and uh, it just turns out this week after it's been nearly a year of um, of trials and uh the judge ruled no jail time they get a suspended sentence of two years which means that if you leave your kids in the apartment again in the next two years then you got to go to jail so they get literally zero zero jail time and it says at the very bottom uh the two girls are healthy there was no ill effects or problems and um they're back with their parents what do you think you about know- that? I heard these are really bad kids and they needed an extended timeout. <laughs> Those kids were fucking rotten, man. They, they fucking sat too close to the TV. They didn't do their homework, didn't eat their vegetables. These kids just Sitting everywhere needed timeout. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, fucking, they couldn't change their diapers. One was one, one was three. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You, you just got to reason with a kid, a three-year-old especially. Look, look you're shitting your pants, man. Do you like that? Uh-uh. I don't like it either. So why don't we make a deal? Or instead of shitting your pants, you go into the toilet and take a shit. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got a reason with them, man. You know what? The one-year-old's impossible. With the three-year-old, you can reason with them. You know, I'm kind of thinking that these parents had a really shitty lawyer. because Or an awesome parents- lawyer because they didn't go to jail. Well, they didn't go to jail, but still fucking, I'm sure they had to pay a lot of fines and stuff. But the thing is, like, they could have pulled the whole home alone offense. It would have been like, you know what? We went all the way from our hometown to the hometown of the opposite side of the country. We looked hmm. back behind us, and the kids weren't there. We were worried. We were scared. We had no idea where they were. We were freaked out. And, and they were home alone, just like Kevin from the movie. I mean, right. yes, they had to battle the wet bandits and all this other shit, but the, still the same thing was like, you know, they wound up being okayed by the time we got back. Well, in the parents' defense, they did tell the kids, pack your stuff so we can go. If you don't, if you don't pack your stuff, we're going to leave without you. The kids didn't pack their stuff. Yeah, I mean, the one-year-old, that was a lazy little kid, dude. That little kid didn't do nothing. 
sat there it, crying, yeah. doing nothing. Oh God, what can you do with a kid? Like his pants. That? Yeah. Stupid little kids. Oh, like man, I said, I don't like other people's thing. kids. I like my kids, but not other people's kids. Yeah. Holy smokes. I mean, I don't think that the all right, in all in, in like in all seriousness, seriousness. <laughs> Seriouslessness. Seriousnessness. Okay, fucking we're fucking getting deep tonight in the booze. But the thing <laughs> is it's just like okay, I think that these parents should not be responsible for these kids for a little they while. No, I mean, they got to take like, oh, of course they weren't. But the thing is like, they should probably go some, to some kind of like a school, like how to raise a kid school or something. They shouldn't just oh, go back, yeah. you know, like some kind of like a, a, a kid rehab or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I they learn how to fucking take care of their kids again or something like that. Because I mean, for the, for the, for the judge to be like, all right, well, you didn't technically break any rules because there's no time limit that you can be with your kids or cannot be with your kids, but mm. still, you know, you got to be punished a little bit, you know? I mean, yeah. the thing is, it's just like, the, if I was a judge, I'd be like, okay, you guys fucked up, right? And I can't throw the book at you, although I probably should. But the thing is, a kid needs their parents. So you're going to be with your kids, but the thing is, you're going to have to go to school for fucking two years, like 18 months. You're going to have to go Think to parenting school, right? You got a one-year-old and a three-year-old. How did those kids make their dinner? So did the parents just like fill up a cat bowl dish full of like Rice Krispies and like every every day the kid has a mouthful of Rice Krispies? What what about water? Like when you're a little kid, you can't get your own apple juice or your own water. Man, never underestimate Uber Eats, dude. Uber Eats can fucking <laughs> deliver anything. The parents are like, well, it's noon. All right, let's get these kids some pizza and some milk and a little bottle and shit. Like, there you go. It's done. I mean, dude, you think these parents went to like a fucking like love hotel, like an exotic love hotel on the beach or something? I'm sure they I guess did. they don't want any more kids, man. I know they ain't trying to make any more goddamn kids, you know? Uh, maybe they called Uber Eats and they got some jimmies. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So right. why don't you thrill us with your next story of high crime and mastermind like a heist in Japan? Oh, okay. Let's see what I got. No, 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 no. Oh God! Okay, I know which one you wanted to. <laughs> for, for a second, I was like, "Okay, the next story's got to be a bank robbery story." Okay, I'm fucking into that, dude. It's been a while since we've done a bank robbery in Japan. It's Everybody been like likes heists. Yeah, every dude likes heists. They do. They do. It's fucking every fucking good movie is about a heist, dude. Goodfellas, fucking whatever, dude. But the thing is, in this heist story, well. It's a 150 story. Here we go. 150 pairs stolen from orchard in Saitama Prefecture in latest fruit theft. Yes, I, there's been a lot of th fruit thefts in the recent like fucking like six months. And I guess this is the last one. And I, I think this is definitely gonna be the last one because this is fucking October. Okay, here right. we go. About 150 Japanese pears were stolen from an orchard in the town of Kamisoto, Saitama Prefecture on Monday. According to police, the 69-year-old orchard owner noticed that several dozen Oshu, quote-unquote, variety of Japanese pears have been ripped off from the 
branches sometime Sunday night or early Monday morning, Sanki Shimbun reported. Although the pear trees were covered with netting, the entrance to the greenhouse was unlocked. All right, I'm blaming the owner or one of his staff, dude, because never unlock that because, I mean, fucking, if you keep your door unlocked, you're welcoming fucking crooks. So how, like, I have, I have a question. Like, how delicious are these fruits? How, how delicious are these pears? Fucking a, so delicious to steal, like, fucking 150 of them. I mean, shit. I'm a net. Yeah. Dude, fucking the thing is, like, all right, I like pears, but I can eat one pear, like, maybe a week. I'll, I'll eat a pear a week. I can't eat a pear every day. I had I'll a, eat a pear, pear for breakfast. You did. Well, that's fucking healthy as shit. But the thing is, like, sure. I, I don't go to the fucking store. I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot to buy pears. God damn it. Now I got to go back. Dude, pears. Just go the next day or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, fucking beer. Beer's the thing that's at the top of my mind, dude. When I think about beer, I'm like, dude, I got to get beer every fucking day. I hear you. Speaking of. So let me ask you a question. These yeah. these are not just like your regular normal pears. These are the big, giant, like, uh, they look like a softball. They're Asian pears or Japanese pears. Yeah. Yeah, they're very sweet. They're they're a combination. They're kind of a cross between an apple and what we call a pear in the Western world. Yeah, but a pear in the Western guys, world is small. Yeah, oh yeah, these. yeah. You know, one hundred and fifty. Oh yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, like one hundred fifty. You know those guys that get that fucking like uh, the the elephantitis of their balls, where their balls get really, really, really big and fucking like almost like pear shape. That's exactly. I know a dude like that. Yeah, that's exactly what these pears fucking look like, dude. Could you imagine yeah. carrying 150 of those fucking ball-shaped fucking pears on your back and stuff? These guys have got to be, they got to be giants. Giants are fucking stealing these pears. They don't last forever. You, you, gotta, you can have that pear sitting out and like sitting around for a, a week at most and it'll start to go rotten. Oh, yeah. Pears go fucking rotten like, like uh, bananas. Because they get soft dude. quick. Yeah, they get soft like bananas really quick. So 150 pears the size of a soft ball or a giant testicle as you pointed mm -hmm. out of course how in the fuck are you gonna eat all those how are you gonna move all those and these guys these are some hungry crooks dude these guys are fucking hungry dude homelessness dude with the economy that we're fucking facing right now in japan i think these are some hungry fucking dudes they're like hungry hippos dude they're going up there like dude i'm so starving holy shit fucking pears but again if you eat that many pears you're gonna get diabetes that's a lot of sugar man you're gonna be shitting yourself too because like that much like a like a water-based food you're going to be walking oh. around and you're not going to be able to hang bro no yeah, because like true. i told you those pears are like that big and and uh if you eat a whole if you eat usually like me and my wife split one like i'll eat half and she'll eat half yeah but like if you eat a whole one you're going to be so waterlogged and so full you're going to be uncomfortable man oh yeah oh definitely man yeah, dude, fucking pears. You know, I, I can eat a lot of oranges and tangerines, but pears, I don't know. It's not my thing. All right, let me read the rest of this. All right. <clears throat> Police said the stolen pears were valued at about 60,000 yen, which is about uh, 60 bucks. No, no, 600. Oh, shit. Yo, fuck, you're right. That is about, yeah, 600 bucks. That's a lot mm -hmm. of money. Now, That's a lot of money. It is. That is. Six, all right, 60,000 yen is about 600 bucks. Now, this now is the peak of the harvest season for the crunchy fruit. What, wait, wait, why is that written like that? Now is the peak. Oh, now because it should be it's a, a winter fruit. Yeah, it's a win. It's a winter fruit. It can grow. It can grow at the end of the uh, year. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the way these uh, articles are written, they're all written all fucked up, right? There's no commas. There's no spaces. A lot of times, there's yeah. no punctuation and stuff. So it's just like now. So it's like now. Or, but it should be. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. 
Now is the peak of the harvest season for the crunchy fruit. Additionally, the other growers in the Kamisato and Kamikawa have reported a string of pear thefts, totaling about 4.6 tons since end of august police said the same growers whose pears have been stolen on sunday night or monday morning was also targeted by fruit thieves in mid-september approximately 300 kilograms of japanese pears worth 210,000 yen were taken from this premises all right, dude. All right, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm kind of fucked up. So reading this article is difficult, but the fucking, the way this article is written, the way it's translated is fucked yeah. up too. So fucking faders, I apologize. I don't apologize for how I'm speaking at this moment. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so basically $2,000 or 600 pounds of, of those things have been stolen. So it's not just one dude stealing it. It's a bunch of dudes stealing it. Oh, yeah. Fucking stealing pears. Who the fuck would steal pears? All right, all right, Jeremy. All right. Why would somebody steal these pears? And how could you fucking... Um, what? Where do you, where do you move them to? I mean, once you have them, what do you do with them? Japan's an island. So the thing is, once you steal I mean, these pears, you got to use them in Japan. You right. So you run to the other side? Well, yeah, you fucking go to fucking, I don't know, Okinawa or Hokkaido or something. Run off like Fred Flintstone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is like, the thing is like, you can't get rid of them outside of Japan because like, there's also a time limit. Even, I mean, if you froze, if you freeze them, the quality of them fucking go, it goes way down. Fruit fucking, right. you, once you froze, once you freeze fruit, it fucking tastes like half as good, right? So the thing is, right. once you fucking steal it, you got to use it immediately. So I'm right. thinking of this. All right. Last week, I fucking interviewed a fucking brewing company, a fucking really amazing brewing company. These guys were so good. Such a delicious fucking, uh, well, these guys offered such delicious beer. It was fucking amazing. Now, the thing is, what if there is a cider brewing company starting up somewhere in Japan that we don't know of at the moment, but in the future, we will know of this cider brewing company because let's be honest, there's a lot of beer brewing companies popping up like every six months, there's a new one. Or maybe let's say every like eight months to a year, there's a new one, right? It's like a very popular right. business right now, right? Uh, Fukutamagawa's got three, Nakamegro's got two. Um, I mean, Shibuya's got like another three, right? They're, they're popping up all over the place, right? Right. But the thing is this though, Cider companies are not popping up so often. In fact, I don't think there's any cider companies. Now, people are stealing pears like it's fucking, like it's raining, dude. They're fucking just like taking that shit left, right, and center, right? So the yeah. thing is, for these guys to steal all these pears, what if they're starting this fucking mega huge corporation of fucking pear cider, dude. If they do that and they fucking get to start doing this and they start selling the fucking cider and they get bigger and bigger and bigger, this could be fucking like, I don't know, fucking like Alex Luther fucking enterprise of fucking cider. Yeah. And you know what? How do they do it quietly? I was just thinking about that. In order to steal, what was it? 600 pounds, 300 kilograms? Yeah. You're gonna need a truck or something. You're not. You're not gonna carry that out in your back. You're not packing it out like a major like industry out. of fucking thievery, dude. These guys are starting a fucking huge enterprise of fucking cider fucking business, dude. That's what right. these you guys gotta are have doing, somewhere dude. to. You gotta have somewhere to store it as well. That's my point. There's nowhere to. They're working with someone, man. They got some. They got some shit sorted out. It's it's organized crime. 
this major organized crime. It's fucking like the beer business, dude. It's like the beer mafia. It's the cider. It's the alcohol mafia. That's what it is, man. Because who are probably the working with the police? They probably give the police some pears, or they probably give them some cider. Well, you know, probably. I mean, if I was a cop and I was getting paid off, I would love to get some cider because I'm sure they make some good cider. Because I mean, let's be honest, mm-hmm. dude. When it comes to booze in Japan, Japan makes great booze. The I beer that it. they make, fucking fantastic. The fucking like it. whiskey that they make, amazing. Shochu, chuhai, all that shit. Oh god, even Japanese gin right now is kind of coming up in popularity. Yeah, I love it. I love it all. Yeah, god, yeah. Japan's like the country of booze, and I love it. Yeah. All right, dude, your story. All right, speaking of Japanese police doing illegal shit, I have a good story for us. No way. So the headline is, uh, Japanese police officer caught downloading dirty videos from suspect's phone. What? So uh, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a cop, and obviously he obviously has the normal human urges and things like that, but uh, this cop let um, his judgment get by... One of the videos that a suspect had on their phone. Mm-hmm. So while he was had a, had a had a sorry while he had a suspect in custody, he took their phone. He was doing a little investigation on what they had on there and seeing like, you know, if there was anything on that they could prosecute him for. Because you know, in Japan, we get a lot of guys do those upskirt shots and stuff and stand under the escalators and try to shoot up little girls' skirts and stuff. Happens so he was up the there. Time. He was. Yeah, it happens all the time here. And he was uh, looking for some incriminating evidence. Well, apparently, he liked the things that he saw in there. And he said, all right, fellas, uh, excuse me. I'm just going to head off to the toilet real quick, and I need to take a shit. So he went to take a shit. With him, he took the suspect's phone and his own phone. And while in the privacy of the stall, he loaded and installed line onto the guy's phone. Then he sent he sent the dirty videos to his own phone through Line. Now later, when the suspect was released and his property was returned to him, the suspect noticed that there were two videos sent via Line, and he went back to the police and claimed to the police, like, <clears throat> "You need to investigate that." So the police did another investigation, and the investigation turned out those videos were sent to the sergeant himself. Oh, shit, like internal affairs, like in the movie of Richard Gere, dude. That's right. And um, he, he was immediately put on suspension, and uh, he was reassigned to another another kind of uh, police station. And uh, there's been some, like, uh, a lot of people been commenting on uh, 4chan and stuff like that about uh, this policeman's action. And some of the yeah. comments are funny. So it's like it, uh, some of the comments say, like, dirty videos are meant to be shared. <laughs> and another one is <laughs> well on the internet they kind of are <laughs> this other one is uh this guy's horniness outweighs the law yeah and another one that says it seems like he had a lot of time to spend uh to spend enjoying himself and he says like uh what kind of guy doesn't delete the chat you know and then like I guess this guy's uh, judgment was clouded by how hot the videos were. So there, there's a lot of people commenting on how, on how this guy stole the videos off his phone. So even that guy, the policeman, is still a human being, and he was uh, overcome by the urges to see titties. 
Yeah, well, shit, dude. Like, I mean, talk about what we were talking about, like, earlier and stuff. I mean, he might as well just watch, like, 1980s, like, horror movies. I mean, even Japanese. All right, think about this. Even in Japan, in the 1980s, they showed a yeah. lot of underage, like, uh, titties. If right. you look at the movie Haosu, the, the most famous Japanese all right, underground, not really underground, but the, one of the most famous Japanese, like, horror movies, it's called Haosu. H-O-U-S-C-U. I don't know how they spell Haosu. But anyway, it's Haosu, right? It's about a house. Okay. Right? Got it. And in at the very end of the movie, all the girls drown. And when they drown, all their clothes come off and they're all naked, right? And you're like, and it's like basically the whole movie, the, the whole premises of this movie is like these like teenagers go to this mo- this house and it's a haunted house, blah, 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 blah. Everybody dies. And spoilers, I mean, fucking the movie's like fucking 50 years old, but whatever. Right. But anyway, at the end of the movie, all the girls fall in this river and shit, and their clothes come off and stuff. I mean, you're just like right. watching, you're like, whoa, dude, I just saw some naked kids. And that's fucked up, right? It's like super right. fucked up. But that's just how it was back in the 80s. I know. Yeah, we used to like go see movies just because it had titties in it. Like the whole movie of Porky's. Like no one would have wanted to watch that. You know, but we were kids and we we're like, oh, this movie's got titties in it. You know, and we went and watched those films, yeah. Oh, dude, when I was a little kid watching Porky's, that was like the best movie until the kid stuck his fucking wiener in that little hole and the fucking teacher grabbed it and pulled his fucking wiener and she's fucking like recognized the wiener. So to the point where she fucking knew who she <laughs> was. Yeah, I don't even remember. I mean, fucking it's been a while since I've seen that movie and shit, but fucking I, I'm going to say one thing, man. Fucking those movies, what was up with the 80s with fucking underage titties, dude? Who was the fucking, was it like one director or was it like a fucking like the director of directors? It was like, like all the directors got together at a party. They're like, dude, we are going to do something fucking revolutionary. Underage titties is going to be the newest thing of the 80s. And fucking that's what they did or something. Because I mean, fucking for the, the longest time, every fucking scary movie had titties. Or fucking in the case of Porky's or fucking like, yeah, Porky's, they had, they had wieners. And titties. Hey man, um, if, if you ask... Corey Feldman, he'll say it's because they have a whole uh, child pedophile uh, ring in Hollywood that they've been passing around kids for years. Yeah, that's right, actually. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah that's I don't, like I don't really know thing. if it's true or not, but I watched his, uh, his documentary. It was on, it was on uh, pay-per-view, and oh, I, I bought it, and I watched his documentary. I don't know if I believe everything he says, but obviously something happened to that, dude. I don't know if everything was on the up and up, what he's saying, because it's only one side of the story, but Obviously, somebody abused that guy because he's he's fucked now. He's he's mentally fucked. Yeah, yeah he's weird, dude. But <clears throat> he's a strange guy. Yeah, he's definitely a strange guy. But what about okay, okay? When did this fucking happen? Like, I, right, the sixties, the fucking like sexual revolution. You never saw like titties in movies, right? There's the all right. The first, I'm gonna say, the first sexual movie where things are kind of like a little bit off was the movie Candy. C-A-N-D-Y. Like fucking, I think Ringo Starr was in that movie. It was like from like okay. 1968. Uh, Jonathan Witherspoon, the fucking comedian, he was in that movie and shit. Fucking old school movie, but it's like borderline kind of, it was sexy, but it didn't p- cross a line, right? I think that was right. like the first movie. I think you mean that, Jonathan Winters. Yeah, Jonathan Winters. That was him, right? Yeah, yeah. He was a comedian, right? He was like a military guy in that movie. But the thing okay. is, it's just like, that was like the first movie where things kind of got a little bit sexy to the point where it's like, whoa, shit, I can't believe this is kind of actually going on, you know? And then after that, 
things got a little bit more deeper and deeper and deeper. Wait. I remember when I was a kid and I saw, I saw the first movie I saw with titties and it had to be like in the seventies, uh, Saturn three where Farrah Fawcett and Kirk Douglas are in this movie and she gets her tits out. Mm -hmm. And then even before, well, in the eighties, like in 1980, I guess, or 80 or 81 or it would have been 79, I guess. My dad took me to see alien, the original alien in, in the theater. Yeah. And so Gourney Weaver has that, her titties aren't out, but she's, she's got that low cut panties and she's getting into a space suit. And, and yeah, the very that, end. Yeah. That, that image there got me through some hard times. And I mean, that. Oh, she's gorgeous. Awesome. Ben, yeah. Oh no, my God. I think the first time I saw titties is probably Porky's when I was a little oh. kid. What? What are you going to say? Was horror, there was a horror film. There was a horror film called The Entity. The entity? What's the entity? In this in this horror film, they showed titties and vagina. Well, vagina? The VJ? No, fucking they never showed that shit in fucking eighties movies. That was that that was a that was probably the first time I ever saw a real pussy. I think Wait, are you sure it wasn't Debbie Does Dallas? Because that was kind of a classic back then. No, but my I didn't get I didn't I didn't get to watch those movies until I was much older. But like when I was a kid in the eighties, we go to see a horror film, right? Cause you think it's just going to be scary ghosts and shit. But yeah, in this, in this horror film, <laughs> your, parents got, your parents got it all fucked up. They're like, son, we're going to take you to ET, but it's like called ET, the extra testicle. Instead of the extra testicle, <laughs> they went in the wrong fucking theater and shit. They're like, all right, have a seat. <laughs> After 10 minutes, you're like, oh my God, this alien's yeah. got cocks all over his face. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Then I realized I was a pervert. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't uh, free puppies. Yeah. There's a price oh, to those. No, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> but uh, in the entity, the, the ghost would rape this woman, right? What? Um, based on a true story. Of course it is. Yeah, as a skeptic, I'm like, whatever, bro. But uh, it says based on a true story. And uh, this ghost would rape the shit out of this woman all the time. And it's weird because it's a '70s movie, and they played this like fucked up, like heavy metal music. It sounded like a uh, Metallica was in the next room, but practicing. Yeah, and they go, <laughs> and then like uh, there would be a full-on rape scene, but there would be what no the person. fuck? Your parents took you to this movie, dude? That would fuck you up. You're like, um, I didn't think my parents took me to it. I think I might have watched it on videotape or something with it. You know, at, at a sleepover or something. I don't remember the whole details of how I got to see it, but I saw it in the eighties. It was fucked. Yeah, that's, I mean, that movie sounds completely fucked up, dude. I that that sounds I fucking it. horrific. While watching that as a, like a little kid, it's gonna fuck with your whole fucking life, dude. Like, I mean, if you're basing your life on watching movies and shit, like, oh, okay, great, we're gonna watch The Secret of Nim, we're gonna watch fucking like, I don't know, fucking The Smurfs, and all of a sudden you watch this movie, dude. Your whole Smurfs life is more perverted. Smurfs, um... there was there was a whole town of dudes and one woman, and suddenly that bitch is pregnant and has a baby. It was Papa Smurfs, obviously. He had a beard. You work it out, man. You work it out. Papa Smurf, who's, who's her daddy? Oh, I God, like it when you call me that. Big Papa. That's fucked up. I don't want to go on record for saying ain't this kind of shit, dude. I'm already too fucking drunk, dude. <laughs> I'm call me fucking... Big Papa. Call me Big Papa. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Jeremy, I got to thank you so much 
for fucking fading with me fucking hardcore tonight, man. Fucking, I drank fucking double as much as I usually do just to fucking hang out with you and fucking do a fucking proper dude. Faders, cool, all you man. guys out there, man, that you fucking drank as much as we did tonight, dude, you guys are fucking legends. And the ones that didn't, dude, still we respect you, man. That's still fucking awesome, man. And we hope you guys had a good time and shit because fucking that's what Got Fit in Japan's about. It's all about just having a good time, listening to fucking a couple of guys talking about fucking like what's happening in Japan, what's happening in the news, and just fucking our own fucking shit and stuff and just fucking getting our booze on and shit. And you know, the thing is, Fucking, if you're doing it with us, that's fucking awesome, dude. Fucking take this show, share this show, fucking enjoy this show. And um, <clears throat> I got to say this because I got to say this. We got a Patreon page and uh, go sign up for the Patreon cha- page. It costs you $5. If, that, if that's too much money, we fucking understand and stuff. But we also have the Instagram page. We get the uh, Facebook page. And on top of that all, we just love you. So fucking just listen to us next week and that'd be fucking awesome. Jeremy, man, how you doing? Is there, is there anything that you want to plug? I know you got okay. MMA Japan. Yeah. If you're into martial arts and you want to find out more about local martial arts scene here in Tokyo or anywhere in Asia, you can go to MMA Japan, oh, sorry, MMA-Japan.net. And we have stories in there about local fighters, uh, who's training with who, who's doing uh, what fights, what fights are coming up. What, what is the guys to watch? You know, who are the, who are the dojos to watch? Where should you go train? What should you be working on? All that information's at your fingertips for free. And that's at uh, MMA-Japan.net. You can also follow me on Twitter at my own personal account, which is at Mark Jujitsu underscore Jedi, or on my official MMA Japan, which is um, at Mark MMAJPN1. So get all the latest news and stuff from there uh, about the martial arts world and what's happening here in Japan from those two places. And um, if you are so interested in uh, in uh, listening to more podcasts that I do, I also have a skeptics podcast that I do called the Worldwide Atheist, which you could just look up and find that anywhere you find podcasts. So back over to you, Johnny. Yep, and that's about it for me, dude. Faders, thank you so much for tuning in this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan. And, um, yes, if you fitted as much as we have, fucking, you fucking salute you, man. It's fucking incredible. And if you haven't, still fucking, we love you just for fucking being here with us. Jeremy, thank you very much for being here with us tonight. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again absolutely soon. Brother, dude, fucking great times. Love you. Peace. Keep your head down. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.